Girls and a Bottle of Wine podcast, and I'm Janet Blair. Each week, I sit down with one of my girlfriends, whether it be Amber, Teresa, Natalie, Carrie, Ashley, Tara, Stephanie. We talk about whatever. We completely restore this trailer, you know, fry people's faces off as a bad Mexican. I don't understand the competition that goes on between women. Two girls and a bottle of wine. Over a glass of wine, bottle of wine, or sometimes a couple bottles of wine. Join in on Facebook at facebook.com slash two girls and a bottle of wine. Don't miss us. <laughs> this is Janet. Hi, Janet. Hi. And this is Stephanie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is Stephanie. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. It's so great to have you back on the podcast. Thank you. It is really nice to be here. It's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. What have you Lots been going on? doing? Yes, you are. You are shaking and shaking things up and making some changes. And I'm Just all trying excited. To do as, yeah, I'm trying to do as many life changes as possible in a one month period. Just rip <laughs> that band aid off. Just rip it off, Janet. That is a good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I left my job, my corporate job. And I started being a Lyft driver. How so how long I have could, you been doing that? Um, since January, uh, let's see, thirteenth. Wow. No, eleventh, January eleventh. Yeah. So, how often do you drive? Do you drive seven days a week? I was doing seven days a week. I usually can do eight days, and then I need a day off. How many and, hours a uh, day? Not a lot, like four. Okay. I need to get a better schedule. But uh, the deal is someone referred me. Mm-hmm. So if you get 150 rides in the first 30 days, then you get 400 bucks. So I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to get. And how close are you? Well, Janet, I got a <laughs> slow start. <laughs> and the past two days have been slow, too. But I have... 52 more rides. Excuse me, 52 more rides to do by February 7th. You can do it. What kind of, yeah, I can do it. And what's good is um, this weekend is the Super Bowl. Yeah. So there should be a lot of parties and stuff like that. Uh, so I'm anticipating Sunday should be good. And they have opt in times. Um, so the peak times this weekend are. Midnight to 3 a.m., Friday and Saturday. Do you work those hours? I'm going to do those hours, yeah. Wow. I know. I know. (laughs) But I just am trying to figure it out, you know? Right. And the rest of this week, I'm going to try and get up early. Now, when you say get up early, what does that mean? Shouldn't you be sleeping in to do the midnight to 3 a.m. shift? Yes. So I'll change it up. Um, as we get closer to the weekend, but, uh, I think tomorrow through Thursday, I'll try to be on, to be online, ready to pick someone up by 6am. Wow. I was just talking to someone and they'll usually get one, I get an airport ride in Yeah, if they do that. So, um, yeah, that so was going to try my, and do that. That was going to be my next question. So I know some cities have banned Uber and Lyft from the airport, but Denver is not one of those, correct? Correct. But there's very specific rules that you have to do. So um, I did drive someone to the airport once as I was driving down to Denver. I just happened to get one on the way. I live in Westminster 
And um, side note, uh, my friend, well, you may have known her too, Heather Snow. Yes. Um, passed away from mm-hmm. leukemia. And she was another female comic uh, who was taller and blonder and beautiful uh, than me. She was six foot, six feet of snow was her blog. But she was one of those people I have that knew like everybody, you know, mm-hmm. it seemed like I have two friends and between the two of them, they are like Kevin Bacon. They know pretty much everyone. There's like two degrees away. And Heather Snow is one of them. So I was taking this guy to the airport and he goes, I said, I did stand up comedy. He goes, oh, I was going to do stand up comedy too. I, Heather Snow and I, um, we're going to do it together. And she went and moved forward and did it. And I thought, gosh, you know, she still knows everyone. Right. So it's kind of one of those bittersweet moments um, when I gave someone to an airport. So I dropped him off and I just actually headed back down to Denver. But if I wanted to stay there at the airport to try and take someone back, I would have had to have gone to a designated lot that's the only place that Uber and Lyft people can go to wait. And evidently there's a um, order, you know, sort of an algorithm. First one in is the first one out. So you wait in that lot and see. uh, And then when you're called, you go pick someone up. So you can't just like wait in the, at Dunkin' Donuts or, Oh, well, that's anything like that. Yeah, you got to wait in that lot. And um, when I went there, I just happened to be at the airport. So I drove by that lot just to see where it was. And if it's full, it was right before Christmas and it was full. Then you can't. You can't park. You have to leave. You can't wait to get in there. Yeah, you have to leave. So part of me, though, like next time I take someone to the airport, if I have time, I may wait and see how long. Because it was right before Christmas, and the lot looks like it's, I don't know, 150 cars maybe or 100. I have no idea. And right before Christmas, I bet a lot of people were trying to earn as much extra money as possible. Right. And so many people are in, you know, thousands of people are in the airport. I don't know what percentage of them are asking for Lyft and Uber. So are you waiting, you know, 30 minutes or are you waiting three hours? Right. If you're waiting three hours, then it's not worth it. But it'd be interesting to find out. And that's the thing with Lyft is it's always changing Kind of, you know, one hour would be good and one hour, not so much. So I'm trying to figure out what's the best use of my time. Are are there hot spots in Denver where you try and like hang Uh, out because that's where the people are? uh, Sometimes I I have little uh, places that I go that I'm more familiar with, I guess, like the Highlands and things like that. Mm -hmm. But you see other drivers all the time, too, is what I do. So um, I don't know. A lot of people are asking for Lyft and Uber, and a lot of people are driving. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Supply demand. Exactly. Because it is so flexible Mm -hmm. that it would give me the time to um, work on, like, I want to get on the cruise ships 
Right. As someone we all know does very well <laughs> during the cruise ship. Very ships. busy, yes. <laughs> yes. Try and get that. And then I'm also uh, have been working on um, a business of helping speakers implement humor into their presentation. How is, is another that thing going? that I like. It's going pretty good, actually. So I had a training speaker academy that I went to and I didn't know what I was going to talk about when I first did it. Like, because part of me sometimes would like to do like a Ted talk or sort of a motivational speech on comfortable being uncomfortable, which Mm -hmm. is cliche, but that's the gist of it. Or I was thinking I would um, teach people how to add humor into their presentation and it, I just kept an open mind and we had these exercises that we had to do or get up and start speaking. So I just kind of let my mind be blank until I went up there and just sort of see what happened. And it definitely went more towards the humor thing. So I've been working on that and I'm going to help a friend of mine. He's going to Australia for four weeks uh, and he teaches people how to add humor to the presentation. And, um, so I'm going to fill in for him in his webinar. Oh, fun. Yeah. So things are happening and I just need to kind of get my own stuff together, update my website, all that good stuff, you know, which you should be able to do since your time's more flexible, right? Since I have more time. Right. Well, yes. Exciting stuff. Yeah, it's exciting. Have you been performing comedy-wise? I have been performing more. So last night I performed down at the Clock Tower. The Girls, Girls, Girls show, right? Girls, Girls, Girls. That was was a lot of fun. And then um, Janet tomorrow and Wednesday, January 31st and February 1st, we're doing the show called The Mental Pause. Okay, what's that all about? So that's about, that's just a play on um, menopause. Right. Uh, and just laughing at, at all the fun that happens with that whole life change. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're doing that uh, at the South Club tomorrow night on the 31st. Show's at 7.30. And then on... Um, February 1st at the downtown club. So it should be a lot of fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. If people are interested in coming, they can go to comedyworks.com and get 50% off on their tickets. If they put in the word, uh, I believe it's hot. Okay. That's what I'm looking. Mental (laughs) pauses is appropriate because I can't remember and I'm looking on Facebook right now Uh, to see. And who else is in that show with you? Uh, Nora Lynch and Nancy Norton. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. It's nice to collaborate with people so that you can hang out with people. Cause as you know, you know, sometimes you're, you're often by yourself right. if you're working. So I'm looking forward to that. They're both very funny. And the word is hot. 
H-O-T? Code word H-O-T, yes. And you get a special 50% off. Yeah. Yeah. And then what else? Comedy. Helping speaker. Lift. Lift. It's not a ton of money, but part (laughs) of me is saying that's good because I don't want to It motivates you to do other things. Exactly. Yeah. And um, it doesn't. It is taking up a little bit of brain power, but it's just because it's new. And you're, you seeing, know? you're seeing a lot of different people. Have you had any crazy stories that you could share? Um, any crazy lift passengers? No, I have to say, I know nice. social media is, is just blowing up with everything happening in the world. And it feels like we're all divided. So it brings me hope that people are genuinely nice that I have been driving and I know we all can't have the same beliefs or, you know, political beliefs or whatever, but everyone is really nice. Here's the one thing though, that's, that stands out is I was telling one guy about a joke that I'm working on and it's based on that. My youngest daughter, Julie was going to her dad's house with two other girls and three other guys. They're all, 18, mm-hmm. you know, that age, three guys, three girls going to Jim's house, sugar nuts, as I call them. <laughs> um, and there's, uh, nobody else there. And they walk in the house and the guys see his 80 inch TV. He has an 80 inch TV because after each divorce and he's gone through two, he gets a BMW and a, a new TV. Is that reality? Inch, that is reality. Oh my gosh. I was a BMW Z3 and a 72 inch TV. And Sugar Nuts, Mrs. Sugar Nuts number two after that ended was a X5 BMW uh. and an 80 inch TV. Uh. And he plays the Xbox all the time. Oh my gosh. Surround sound. So those three boys walk in and they were like, Oh my gosh, your dad lives here? And they even said, they go, by himself? Your mom doesn't live here either? <laughs> like, can we play? <laughs> and so they just played Xbox all night. I'm sure the girls love that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> who needs a shotgun when you have an 80-inch TV? Right. And uh, the latest Xbox, <laughs> that's right. And uh, so I was telling this guy that I was giving a lift drive to, and he said, I just went through a breakup. And he called his ex, uh, another guy, fuckface, <gasps> and he said, I got a brand new Audi <laughs> and um, a brand new big screen TV, 72 inch TV, and I got a tattoo sleeve. So oh, I'm like, wow. I am totally onto something. You I are. think it's because uh, someone said, cause guys like spending money or showing off their money. And I don't think that's it. I think it's more, there is nobody cock blocking big purchases or anything. So they're just doing it. They're just, it's, I can't remember what they're I going want to say. for it. They're going for it. Yeah. yeah. That's a good so. way of looking at it. Wow. Yeah. That is, uh, yeah. yeah, copyrighted. No one steal that idea. Thank you. No one steal that idea, <laughs> unless if you want to go by. Yeah. So anyway, that's, I'm trying to work it out. It, I've done it twice on stage and it, 
it's not there quite yet, but I know You'll get there it. is something there. Yes. Because women can relate to it. And after I did it the first time, um, another comic, another guy comic came up to me and said, keep working that because you were on to something. So, uh, it is, it is good. Kudos to my ex for taking care continuing. <laughs> of our daughter. Yes. yes. And continuing he's continuing to, to be... be an inspiration to your comedy. <laughs> exactly. I know. I know. Because I think I may have told you, you know, I was dating that one guy and I told him that I think I need to quit talking about my ex on stage because it's been a long time. Right. And he goes, no, don't. Because everybody can relate to, to an that. Ex. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. The closer the relationship, the more energy is charged. You know, you don't want to say my ex-boyfriend from two years ago. There's, there's not enough. You don't have to put a time closeness to that. Yeah. Right. You, you say your ex, then everybody can relate to that, or not everybody, but everyone um, has an ex. Right. Yes. Yeah. So. So that's some of the jokes that I'm trying to work on right now. How, and speaking of exes, how's the relationship front for Stephanie McHugh? It is. Crickets? What? <laughs> it is crickets. <laughs> yeah, it's crickets right now. But actually, what's interesting is I was going to try and get a job as an independent contractor uh, training, which would have been kind of a rough a time-intensive job, sort of more the equivalent of one-nighters doing stand-up comedy, but doing training. That's the only way I could see out of the corporate world. But I had a show in December. I had to work late. I was hoping to take half a day off, but I ended up working until 6.30. And then I emceed two shows at Comedy Works. Oh my and I'm gosh. driving home at midnight. And I'm just tired. I'm an emotionally drained because it was a stressful day at the day job too. Mm -hmm. And, um, my good friend texted me, uh, Matt and he said, Hey, I just, and then I called him back and he said, I just met this guy and he wants to do stand up comedy. He's gone on stage once. He's really tall. I think you'd really like him. <laughs> and, um, he just quit his corporate job and he's an Uber driver. Oh, my gosh. And so I, I came home and I was talking to my roommate. And I'm like, I never even thought of that as a possibility. And it's so, I mean, that's part of the reason I think why there's so many drivers is because you just need a car to pass and, um, you know, pass everything. And then you can go and you can start and stop whenever you want. So he sounds like the, so the male it. version of Stephanie. Did you call him? I haven't met him yet. No, oh, sorry, <laughs> but I will. But even if I don't, he's met, he's, um, I don't want to say he served his purpose, but he's already helped me out a lot, but he did sound nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have he's not met tall. him yet. He's tall. He quit his corporate he's job to drive Uber. He's like you, but in guy form. That he be... inspired me. Yes. He's the one who inspired losing the job. So yeah. And he hasn't I have not even met, him met him yet. Yeah. You haven't even met him. Haven't even met him yet. Why? Next time. Next time, I'm sure I'll probably meet him by then. Okay. Because my friend Matt was going to have a housewarming party, but he hasn't yet. So okay, if nothing gotcha. else, I'll meet him then. Yeah. 
So you, the last time we spoke, you had given your cat to your mom, right? Oh, really? Yeah, the cat's back. Oh, <gasps> what happened? <laughs> She's doing okay. Well, she was never, my mom never agreed to sort of keep her oh. all the time. <laughs> and they were having some friends come over uh, to visit for a couple of days. So they asked for the, the cat to come back. <laughs> and um, so now we're, she, there's another cat here. And two chocolate labs. So you have two cats uh, and two dogs in your house. Two cats and two dogs. Yes. That's and a it's full going house. okay. Yeah. It is a full house. <laughs> you have one dog and two cats, right? Right, right. And I actually took a road trip this last weekend and Steve was out of town. Um, and one of the cats requires medicine each day. And of course, the dog can't stay weekend by herself so I had Uh to like take them to be taken care of at other places and I had to do that the night before I left so it left me one night with only one cat and it was so quiet I'm like this house makes noise so weird I'm like yeah it's weird isn't it yes yeah yeah well I found an article and I thought of you and I'm I'm happy your cat's back because this is definitely more relatable um because when I saw this article I was like yes there are signs that your cat actually loves you. Because I feel like with cats, sometimes they're hot, sometimes they're cold. Right. Yes. Agreed. So the top one is that your cat brings you presents. Presents. Does your cat bring you presents? I feel like if your cat goes outside, this is probably a little bit more realistic. Yeah, I have gotten presents at the door, so I would not want to walk out of my screen door in the back with bare feet without looking down to make sure there weren't any God bless her gifts, rodent <laughs> gifts or anything. Well, they're natural hunters. They which are. Which is kind of scary. Right. <laughs> it is. The little baby mice. But yes, she has done that. What's been the grossest gift? You know what? My daughter and I send back like little Facebook stuff like that. And there was one on that. So I'm, I don't have one gross, but this was gross that I read. It was like a cat shaming thing where a cat dropped a mouse in her mom's open mouth. <gasps> oh my. Can you imagine? Gag. <laughs> okay. I know. I'm sorry. I'm good. But you asked, you Ooh. said gross. That was the grossest thing. I just saw that recently. They were talking about what cats do. Like, have you seen that dog shaming yes. website? Yeah, so it was like a cat shaming one. And the cats, it's so funny. Their faces, they don't give a crap what they did. They, Yeah, they don't. Uh, they really don't. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> I feel like the dog shows some remorse when she does bad things. A little bit. Right. But not the cats. Yeah. They're like, this is not me. You cats. love me. I love you. We're good. <laughs> right. They drop the mic and walk out of there. Yes. That's right. This is how it is. Another sign. So that's that, the grossest thing. Go ahead. Another sign that cats love you is they'll flash you their tummy. They don't show their oh. stomachs to everyone. If your cat rolls over on its back and gives you a flash of that fuzzy belly, this is an indication that they feel comfortable around you. No. They're prideful okay, am- animals, so they don't want to show all their bits and pieces to just anyone walking down the street, which is good. Well, who can blame them? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Does your cat headbutt you? No, but you know what? Heather Snow's cat would headbutt me. Oh, that's a sign that he loved you. Yeah, it's a it friendly was very gesture sweet. with a human to receive a headbutt. 
um, or bunt. Yes. <laughs> I loved it. He would give me uh, rodeo, would give me a couple headbutts. It's showing possession my cats- towards you. Aww. I bet your cats just don't even know. You know, these are just probably not 100% right. Um, I'm going to guess on one. Guess on one. What do you mean? That she does do. And let me know if it's on the list. Okay. I've heard this. She blinks slowly at me. Is that on there? I'm not sure. We'll have to see. Stay tuned. Suspense suspense is building. The next one is love bites, but not too hard. When your cat nibbles on you playfully, this is one of their ways of showing their affection towards you. Does your cat nibble no, on your No, I don't get those. No, I don't. Um, my cat does, and she'll throw in her back claws just to kind of be playful. And she's old. She's like, I want to say 12. So she's not a playful oh, wow. kitten anymore. And Steve's like, is that mean? I'm like, no, she doesn't. she's not hurting me. <laughs> um, <laughs> does your cat follow or linger around you wherever you are when you go throughout the house she would before and yes she does now she's gotten comfortable Occasionally. with the new house she will I should say like last night I was trying to Uber or Lyft excuse me um, like around midnight uh-huh. I know I just said the wrong one um <laughs> lift around midnight to see if anyone leaving the bars at midnight might perk up. So I'm just down in the living room with the, one of the dogs sleeps on the couch and uh, there was a cat sleeping. The other cat was sleeping in the dining room, which is unusual because usually this cat, the other cat, Lucy is obsessed with my roommate's um, son. Who's a senior in high school. I've never seen anything like it. But for whatever reason, she was out of the room, his room last night. So, so socks came all the way downstairs into the living room. Normally during the day, she wouldn't do that. I, I at least I haven't seen it. That's a good sign. Well, let's, yeah. let's take a break and we'll come back and we'll hear the rest of the list. Okay. Perfect. Hey, this is Janet. And if you like this podcast, you got to check out Wrinkled Sheets. It's a podcast where I sit down with my boyfriend, Steve, and we talk about anything, Call it therapy, call it crazy, but you gotta check it out. It's wrinkledsheets.podbean.com. And we're back with comedian and Lyft driver, Stephanie McHugh. Hello, Janet. Hello. Wow. (laughs) And right before the break, we were halfway through, or a little over halfway through, signs that your cat actually loves you. And the next one I think I've known for a while, but the needing. Does your cat need you? Yes. The, yes, the, we do like, do that. They do the paw kneading. We have a yes. cat, Rain, that likes to do that in the middle of the night on our heads. It's great. <laughs> or sometimes on our faces. He's he's declawed in the front, which if Aww. if you don't agree with that, don't hate it. He, I got him that way. Um, yeah. But they definitely like to do that to show their show they love you. So Steve, if you're listening, Rain just loves you. It's not annoying. <laughs> Um, the next one, twitching the tips of their tail. Yes. It's so like, like the tail dancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. She'll do that. It's a mood If sensor. I start talking to her. Um, the power of the purr. I love when a cat purrs. It's yeah. so relaxing. 
It is. And it's a sign that they're happy. That's good. Number nine. happy. Eye contact with a kitty kiss, if you're lucky. Cats only tend to make eye contact with those that they know well and have developed trust for. So if you catch your kitty giving you the eye, don't be worried. When your kitty locks eyes with you, casting a slow blink once eyes are met, this is their version of a kiss. Serious? Yes. It's number nine. (laughs) So what you should do is be a sweetie and give them a slow blink in return. Okay. I will do that. Next time, socks. (laughs) Yeah. So you're my cat-loving podcast co-host, so I try and, yeah. I don't know that anyone else I own. I know Carrie's mom is a big cat lady, and so she's like, uh, not a not a cat fan. She has a lot of cats, like an overabundance of cats. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So you know what I would like to do? What? Because Lyft is slow during the day, and I got an ad. I haven't looked into it much to see how valid it is, but walk dogs for a little bit in the middle of the day. That would be something. I could get my walk in, get a little bit of a dog fix, and yes. maybe make a little money walking a couple dogs. There's, I think, a dog app, walking a dog app. Oh, that's cool. Do you know what it's called? I do not know what it's called. No, that would be good. That would be a good <laughs> podcast guest, host or guest thing, but no. Because I've thought when I'm Steve sure. travels, if maybe I should look into doing that with Butterfly. She's not a big walker. She's got little legs. They get tired very easily. But just someone to, like, break up her day of loneliness. Oh, yeah. Come in and, right. Because when Steve's there, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, she's fine. It's, and she's right. she doesn't show any signs of being bummed that when he's traveling. Like, when I get home, she's in love with me. She is loving me. But, yeah, yeah during the day, it's like, you know, I feel bad. It's probably more Aww. for me. But it would it would also help her. It would also help her. Yeah, I don't think she would complain no. if she did that. No. Yeah, no complaints. And this last weekend when I went out of town, I, I let her stay with my girlfriend, which we've never done before. We've either kenneled her or Steve's sister would come over to the house and like let her out several times a day. Um, so this was new and her my girlfriend had has a dog and I was so worried. It was like leaving a child on the first yeah. day of kindergarten. Because they didn't know. They, she didn't really know what was happening. She's like, oh, we're going for a car ride. Ooh, we're hanging out at a friend's house. Ooh, where are you going? Come back. But by the next morning, Aww. she was all settled in. Good. Good. So that worked out. You do that again in the in the future? Yes, I think so. I think so. Um, now, you're pretty fitness-minded. You, you eat big bowls of salad. I think of you every I do. time I buy salad. I eat. I eat cookies too, but I'm trying to be better. I'm really going to try. 80 20. 80 20. Yeah, yeah. Lay up the sugar a little bit more. So, with the lack of corporate job, are you finding more time to work out? No, not yet. You got to like incorporate it into your new routine, right? I have to seriously come up. My business coach said you need to um, schedule out the next 60 days, which is true because it's kind of like you have so much free time Mm -hmm. that you really need to be specific that you are going to do this from noon to one, not sort of like today I'm like, okay, I'm going to make sure I get my health insurance all set. 
Well, I didn't do it until like four, you know, I was doing mm. other things, but to, to prioritize your time effectively. So I have not been doing that that much. Well, goals. Yes. You have goals. It's, next time we talk, <laughs> Janet. Okay. It's going to be different. All yes. right. Goals for next time. Are you still wearing your Fitbit? It broke. That was part of the problem, actually. Did you call I need Fitbit? to get a new one. I hear no, should that, I call them? Yeah, I hear that they're really good about, like, trying to like troubleshoot problems with you and they're really good about just sending it you a new one how did you break it though did you like smash it against the wall <laughs> or no, how did it break it just is it's not charging anymore yes call fitbit okay yes i that. hear their customer service is top notch oh good yeah. all right i'll do that thank you janet yeah, and you know, wearable technology is one of the top things, top fitness trends for 2017. So I feel like we're above the curb, right? Totally makes a huge difference. Yeah, it does. Because then it's all about getting those steps in right. for the day. And you have the step yeah. the step master, right? What's it called? The step The, the thing from the 80s. The, I do. Yes. Is it uh, called the step just, master? I think it's step I think it's just called Step Aerobics. Oh my gosh, Janet. I it's... don't know now. I'm going to have to look. <laughs> I'm going to Google this right now. Someone listening to the podcast is screaming it at us as <laughs> right? we speak. It's the Jane Fonda Step Aerobics, I think is what she called it. But I don't know what the thing is called. Well, yeah, but everyone can vision that step thing that you can do at home. And it uses body weight for training and gets the heart rate up with cardio. And body yes. weight training is another trend for 2017 fitness. You're like, you're Way on ahead it. of the curve. You are. If they say, if the next thing you say is eating cookies for dinner <laughs> two to three times a week, I'm in the zone. I am in the zone. Actually, it's high intensity interval training. <laughs> oh, that is good. Yes. I, I try that, but I'm just not as intense as I need to be. They call it a stepper. A stepper. Jane Fonda aerobic workout stepper. You could incorporate mm. the stepper in with high intensity, I feel. I bet if yeah, you Google you can. stepper high intensity workout, you could find something. You could find something. Definitely. Or you could try and reach out to an educated, certified, and experienced fitness professional to help you with that. Because that's the next that trend. <laughs> Have you ever have you ever used a trainer? I have, yeah. I have. How was that? It's good. It is definitely good. Like I think it's nice just to change things up occasionally. Oh yes. And definitely. it is efficient to have someone who is trained in it, knows what's going on, to help you. Hey, and if I had enough money, I think the great thing that they are is um, pushing you farther than how you would push yourself. Yeah, I'm really bad at self-motivation. Right. Um, even when I watch my YouTube videos, like Yay. Nikki Blackadder, yeah. yeah. Uh, the people who, are, who have the fitness channel, she would have an, an instructor, or uh, excuse me, a trainer who would just push her to the edge. So I think there's something to be said for that. Oh, definitely. 
Are you a big strength trainer? Like, do you lift weights? I am. I'm a huge believer in that. I, again, what I believe and what I'm doing right now, Janet. <laughs> I, I'm right there with you, Stephanie. Right there with um, you. <laughs> but I, I do, like, I try at the minimum to do, uh, like, 50 push-ups, 50 squats, and 50 sit-ups a day. Wow. But when, when I looked the best, when I was in the best shape, I was lifting weights hard. My um, husband at the time, Sugar Nuts, was doing some computer work for the guy, uh, Sean Phillips, who was the brother and one of the people with Body for Life. Have you heard of that? I have, yes. So we were getting all those supplements, and um, I was following that workout regimen, which was almost primarily weights. lifting weights to the point of um, exhaustion or whatever. You, you exhaust the muscle, and that's what causes it to build stronger. So that I do like cardio for more mental reasons. Mm-hmm. It just helps me clear my head and stuff. Right. But I think physically lifting weights heavy is the way to go. Are you a yoga person? No. I've I never, do like yoga, I've but I haven't done it. done it a lot. I did do it last year when my daughter was doing her, it's called the capstone. They're basically your senior project. Mm-hmm. And her soccer coach had told her, advised her to do yoga because he says, you seem like you have a little bit of anger issues. <laughs> you might want to try yoga. So... Uh. That's what she did her uh, capstone on was yoga. Oh. Yeah. So does she do yoga on a daily basis now? Um, I don't think so on a daily basis. I think she's still at heart like a competitor, mm-hmm. soccer, uh, things like that. And I tell her that some things will help her, you know, get to that point. But um, everybody comes to things in their own time and that's very true. Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm challenged now because my roommate was a caterer and is an event planner. So a lot of times she'll be baking a lot of food. She's a great cook. So there's a lot of food around. Um, and I need to be better about that. I have, I have no willpower. None. No. And uh-uh. it's so horrible. Do you work, use any apps on your, your phone when you work out? I don't. No. Like, I, you mean like fit, fitness, fitness apps? That, no, there's like fitness apps that like have like workout, um, would you mean, would you mean, I don't know, workout programs that you can do. I've downloaded yeah. a few, but I've never actually used them. See, I followed, I ordered someone from Instagram, her workout monthly thing, but I'm finding it hard to follow. So I'm going to, it wasn't a lot of money. It was only like $10 a month. Right. And, you know, she would have her monthly program, but I'm going to cancel that because I just, it's not a, the fit that I thought it would be. Gotcha. But yeah, I think just if you do something. Just Progress. move. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. And eat healthier. 80-20. 80-20. Do it 20% of the time, Janet. <laughs> 20% cookies, 80% salad. There you go. Right. There you go. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, let's take How another... are you doing? Oh. What are you what do you do for working out now? Oh, I'm really, I'm bad. Uh, since they started the new job, I haven't incorporated it into my routine. So I can totally relate to you. At my old job, I got in a routine of going to the gym in the morning. Sometimes I would even do it at lunch, sometimes after. But I've yeah. gotten so bad. Like, if I'm at it's work. it's farther too, right? Yeah, only work like farther? 10 minutes. But like, okay. once I'm there, it's so far, it's remote. It's so far out so that once you're there, you don't leave during the day because there's uh, nothing that's close enough for you to be able to leave and come back within an hour. You would think really? that that would motivate me to go to the gym that's on site. Yeah, there's a gym on site. And um, <laughs> no, I just work through my lunch and I get more done. I'm ridiculous. <laughs> I need, yeah, I need to find that balance. And I'm hoping that you know, I'm getting to the point where I'm feeling more comfortable in the job. I feel like I understand the processes. I'm good. And so it would be okay to step away. It would be okay to step away and have, you know, an hour workout in the middle of the day and yeah. then add it to the beginning of the day and maybe to the end. Yeah, I, I know it's bad. I was hoping to find some inspiration go. through you, but I feel like we're both in the same rut. <laughs> well, what if we uh, pledge to each other? Let's pledge. Yes. That- that we will do incorporate one thing. Yes. I'm looking here have, in my basement. Yeah. I have weights. I have a treadmill. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I should I be that, working out uh, right now while we podcast. That's what I should be doing. Oh, we could be doing that. <laughs> yes. Pardon us as we get out of breath. What? <laughs> We're just lifting weights. I have that Christy Brinkley total jam. You do? And the total gym downstairs. Yeah, I do. Oh, uh-huh. nice. Yes. We got to pledge to each other. We've got the tools. We just okay. got to take the action. I'm going to lift weights hard three days a week. Okay. For, yes. Until we meet again. Okay. Yeah. All right. I will. I will try and do that as well. Yes. And I will try and use one of my fitness apps because I have like four of them that I've downloaded. I think I paid for most of them. <laughs> Really? It's ridiculous. On like a monthly basis or just a one-time fee? It's a one-time fee and then I think they have like additional charges like you can download extensions to the app. Kind of like a Candy Crush but fitness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, let's take a break and when we come back, um we are going to talk about some more stuff. Sounds good? Sounds good. All right. You've heard the saying, those girls with curly hair want straight hair. Those girls with straight hair want curly hair. Those brunettes want to be blonde. The blondes want to be brunette. I definitely fall into that category. I'm a brunette that wants to be blonde. I have curly hair and I want it to be straight. I have found the key to that straight hair that I love. It's Foxy Bay. Foxy Bay has made a rose gold straightening brush. No more clamping down on my hair with a flat 
flat iron. This tool is amazing. It's eight times faster and easier than a standard flat iron or hair straightener, and it heats hair evenly from the inside out, reduces frizz, and delivers a healthier, smoother finish. If you want to get your own Foxy Bay, go to foxybay.com. That's F-O-X-Y-B-A-E.com. Your hair will thank you. And we're back with Two Girls and a Bottle of Wine with my co-host, comedian Stephanie McHugh. Hello. And um, you recently went through, you know, a loss, but I'm going to let you lead this, this part of the podcast. Okay. Um, I was doing pretty good. And then you said that and it I'm almost so brought me sorry. to tears. No, I totally was like, yep, let's do this. It kind of catches up with you occasionally. But um, a good friend of mine, Heather Snow, uh, I was... Uh, able to perform back in, I think it was 2014 at a birthday party at the improv. She had a comedy show. And then a week later, she went into the emergency room because she had cut her tongue, I believe, bit her tongue, and it swelled up and it wouldn't stop bleeding. And that's when she found out that she had leukemia and um, went like literally, you know, you go to the ER and then you were in the hospital for weeks after that. She went through chemo. It looked like she was out of, uh, looked like it was going okay. And then it came back just, uh, gangbusters and, um, she lost her battle with leukemia on December 31st of 2016. And she was just an amazing person. Um, I just admired her. She had a room. Um, I mentioned, you know, that someone, I gave someone a ride and he knew her and it was not uncommon for me to mention, uh, to be talking to someone and they knew her. There's one book that's called the outliers and there's it. The basic premise of it is that some people, if you know one of these people who are an outlier, they basically know a huge network of people. And she was that person, I feel like. She just knew so many people, was always just uh, kind and funny, beautiful. Um, and it was hard. I, I feel like she had so many close friends in her family, and it was a beautiful love story, really. I met her boyfriend, uh, Justin, when I performed with her at her birthday party, and they had been dating for like, uh, I think maybe three or four months. I could be wrong, but it was not very long, something like that. And he stood by her and was her primary caregiver for her battle with leukemia for the next, you know, year and a half. And really they were going to, I believe, write a book together on, you know, how to manage fighting a disease like that, that was so all encompassing and comprehensive. You know, there's so many doctors, so many different things to, to look at. So I'm glad they get, were able to, have that short, precious time together, but it just goes to show you that you have to enjoy what you have and fight 
you know, she fought the good battle. She did. And and she was yeah. very positive she, and funny throughout the whole thing. I didn't I didn't see through social media on Facebook her get super dark at any point, which I think that takes a lot. Yes, I agree too. Yeah, uh-huh. And uh, her blog is Six Feet of Snow. The reason her name was Heather Snow, and she was six feet tall, six feet tall, blonde. Um, so she, if anyone wants to look at that, and there's a memorial for her. And, of course, um, you have to RSVP for it because even though it's at Comedy Works South and holds like 300 people, it will be sold, not sold out. It's going to be packed. It's going to be packed. If you don't RSVP, there will not be a space for you to be there. That's, And uh, she is asking for donations to go to the Dear Jack Foundation. Uh, and the Dear Jack Foundation, I think, is so cool because they would um, help people with other activities. I'm butchering this. So that they have other things that they are looking forward to other than just their cancer treatment. Like I know Heather got a banjo and was trying to learn how to play the banjo. And Dear Jack just kind of, you know, inspires that and helps cancer patients It brings hope. that happen. It brings hope and guidance to um, right. adolescents and young adults um, that are patients and survivors of cancer. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's it dearjackfoundation.org. Dearjackfoundation.org. Thank you, Janet. Yeah. Um, she, the last text I got was her from her was right before Christmas. And uh, she said, How many naps can a person take in a day? I'm so exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I, I text her back and said, 37. You can take 37 naps in a day. <laughs> That's a good number. Is the acceptable amount, yes. And then uh, it was so wild. Like, I usually was pretty good about, you know how people say, I'm sending you positive thoughts or whatever? Yes. But I would really make a conscious effort to kind of sit and be still and send her think of positive thoughts and you know healthy vibes to mm-hmm. her and on the december 30th i thought okay i'm going to try and do that and i just couldn't get in the right frame of mind um i just couldn't seem to to do it and i felt so bad and i sent her a text and said you know i'm just so I'm thinking about you, and I'm just so angry this time. Mm. Wow. And yeah, that the memorial is it a memorial, a remembrance? It's um, it's a celebration of her life. Yes. Yeah. So it's a memorial service, and then there's a comedy show afterwards. And it's February 19th, and I believe it's six feet of snow is the website where you can go to her blog to um, request an RSVP. There's going to be a silent auction, yes. speakers, memories, and then a show 
there's going to be food. So yeah, yeah, celebration of her life. I th- I was I feel blessed that I got to spend to know her. Yeah, and I only met her once. That was at your fiftieth birthday party, and she was very very positive, very um, happy. And um, I think that was before she found out that the leukemia was back. It was coming back. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That was. That was definitely devastating for mm-hmm. her. I know she said that. Um, yeah. And you know what was wild is the guy that I said called me that night, my good friend, Matt, who mm-hmm. said, hey, I have someone I want you to meet. He has recently moved into um, the Highlands, which ironically is right um, across the street from where Heather used to live. She used to live in a she called it the old yellow house um, in the Highlands. And, of course, um, since she's moved out, she moved out before the leukemia um, diagnosis. But they remodeled the house, and it's, you know, more – it's not a little vintage house anymore. But uh, I went to go see Matt um, recently, and it was kind of sad to see, you know, where – her house was and, and that it's different and things like that. But a tall blonde woman got out of a Subaru right in oh, front wow. of the house. And it just kind of felt, I don't know, I felt comforted or okay. a little, like it was a little sign or yes. something. Yes. So yeah, she was great. Thank you for letting me share. No she was problem. wonderful. Well, Stephanie, I have enjoyed having you on the podcast. <laughs> is there anything else Thank that you, for- you want to bring up? No, come see the next two shows, Mental Pause, in the yes. next two days if you have nothing to do and want to have a good good time. Even if you have something to do, skip out and go see Mental skip Pause. Skip out. <laughs> Laugh. Forget about it. Come yes. on down. Laughter. Yes. Laughter. We need a lot of laughter in this country world yes, right do. now. We um, really do. And there's people it's like important. you that are pushing that out to the world and we thank you for that thank you it's my pleasure we'll have you back on the podcast very soon thank you stephanie McHugh. where can people find you uh you can um find me on facebook stephanie McHugh comedian um or my personal page i know i have plenty of room for more friends on my personal page too or stephaniemchugh.com excellent all right everyone thank you so much bye have a great week bye thank you guys so much for listening you found us once but can you find us again make sure and check out our website at two girls and a bottle of wine.com you can listen to us on podbean Spreaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher. All of our links can be found on Tumblr and Blogspot. Thanks, and we'll see you again soon.